what I wanted to do tonight, briefly, is I actually wanted to explain once again, in many different ways and many different times, this whole concept of Tazkiyah, but related a bit to Ramadan, and actually try to reflect what we can do in this uh, almost coming to be month of Shaban. And this is something those of you who have been with us for some time, you know, we talk about this repeatedly. Uh, how to prepare for Ramadan, how to spend Shaban, and at the end of Itikaf we would talk what to do after Ramadan, how to spend Shawal. Because this is the ultimate moment for the believer. And as you progress in Deen, it really does have to become about more than just Ramadan. And the more and more serious you become in deen, it becomes about your Shaban and your Shawal. And then Ramadan sort of becomes the icing on the cake. But for most of us, even me, Ramadan right now is acting an outlier. Ramadan becomes a unique, irreplaceable, remarkable month where neither before nor after it do we do anything near that level of feelings for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala let alone amal and ibadat and very quickly we go down so I wanted to explain tonight inshallah why this is so in order for you to understand that number one so I want you to understand that one understanding of tazkiyah which is not necessarily wrong but it focuses a lot on salat in kukursi then so it focuses people think that Tazkiyah and Tasawwuf means two things Zikr and Shaykh and because they think that I'm not saying it's not entirely wrong but it's not entirely right and because they think that all of Tazkiyah and Tasawwuf just means two things Zikr and Shaykh they basically just track two things in their life Number one, they track how much zikr they're doing, how regular they are in that zikr, how they feel in that zikr. And number two, they track how close they are to their shaykh. I'm not saying this physically. How close they are to their shaykh personally, how much time they got with shaykh, how much does the shaykh know them. And over the years, these things go up, right? And because over the years, in normal cases, these things go up, the person thinks they're becoming better on the because they're doing more zikr, they're learning more about zikr, they understand more zikr, they learn different types of zikr, they try to do different types of zikr, and obviously over the years the accumulated time with the shaykh does increase. Bad time. Make it or bad Actually, zikr and shaykh were a means or a method to a much more important goal. So the first goal is to have talab for deen To have talab for deen Second goal is to have a'mal and to have istiqamat and ihtimam in your a'mal To have talab for deen, to have yearning, desire, passion, craze for deen And second is to do a'mal, to actually practice deen And be firm and regular and steadfast in your practice So that a person becomes a practicing Muslim and people forget that most people in the beginning that's why you start the journey of Tazkiyah because you want to become a practicing Muslim nobody starts the journey of Tazkiyah because I want to be the closest one to Shaykh that's a foolish intention but we're not foolish in the beginning but we end up becoming a little bit foolish along the way <laughs> the asal niyat was I need to become practicing on thee the purpose, the goal, the maqsad, the maqsud is to become practicing on thee the second thing so I'm putting this all together talab and amal Second thing is feelings for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now there's a very a word that is used a lot which is called qurb. Qurb. So what I want you to do is understand qurb in a different way. 
قرب means ادم بہت ادم بہت in other words being near to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't just mean some type of feeling of ecstasy or rapture or nearness that a person feels nearness to Allah ta'ala what it really means is that you never feel distant from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that's good you don't feel distant from Allah ta'ala whether inside your salah whether in you're in the workplace whether in good times or bad times you don't feel distant from Allah ta'ala you don't become a stranger to Allah Ta'ala or na'udhu billah Allah Ta'ala doesn't become a stranger to you because this happens to people they feel distant from Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala they don't remember who Allah Ta'ala is they forget Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala they don't understand Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala they forget even one sifat of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala look just like we say that if a person believes in all of Quran but they don't believe in one ayah they can't be iman Whatever it is, you can call it whatever you want, but it can't be called iman. Okay? Person believes in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and they believe in all of his sifat that he has revealed except one, it can't be called iman. A person believes in all of akhirah, but they don't believe in one thing, it can't be called iman. Hmm? Person believes in all of the anbiya, and they don't believe in one nabi, can't be called iman. But these are the four basic imaniyat. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Kitab, Wahi, yani Qur'an al-Kareem and Akhirah. Hmm? So sometimes being distant from Allah ta'ala. So for example, a person feels distant, what we call na'umid, they become hopeless of the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They become distant, they don't fear, they forget the anger and wrath and power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. All of these things are being distant. So Qurb simply means, Qurb doesn't mean that I sat in some rockabah and had some high level feeling or I saw some dreams. Hmm? For those people who are already muttaqeen, salihin, dhakirin, khashin, mukhlisin, mukhlasin, they had some ecstatic raptures of Qurb. But that's not from you and me. Alright? In fact, for you and me, even if it happens, sometimes it's a test from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and sometimes even it's a trick from shaitan. And it's a person falls on the delusion that they are somehow muqarrab. Qurb hmm? actually means that no matter what happens to you in your life, you never feel distant from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Qurb means adam bod Arabic means adam bod the absence of distance, the negation of distance, the elimination of feeling distant from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when you, what, what is maqam of qurb? Maqam of qurb is now you reach the state that you never feel absent, distant. Ab Allah Ta'ala say, ghair, duri, fasla, woh sab khatam ho gaya. Isko kehte hai qurb. Yine ke aapko koi khas hal, taari apna jai. This is the qurb of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Ab, now these two things, your talab and your qurb, are tested by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through difficult times musibat, imtihan, iktila, fitna and this is the sign it has nothing to do do I keep up with my zikr it has nothing to do am I still have talak with shaykh no, that's not the answer the test will be that when you have a difficult time in your heart do you still have talab for Allah talab for deen do you still wish to be a practicing Muslim do you still want to be a law-abiding Muslim? Is it still your dream, your hope, your desire, your talab? Such that you're willing to make amal for it? That will be the test. Or do you just sit and you become apathy and you lose heart, you lose hope, you lose interest? That's the test. And it's that, it's to save a person from that. That all, any and everything in Tazki and Tasawaf and Deen of Islam can be done. And the second thing will be tested with Qurb. Do you feel distant from Allah Ta'ala? Are you angry? Billah. We gave you once a whole bayan on this. Remember? Don't be angry. I don't know what they called it. But it basically would have been simple title. Don't be angry with Allah Subhanahu hmm? In difficult times. Hmm? Do you feel upset with Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala? Do you, or you have even, okay, fine, you say you're not upset with Allah Ta'ala. Do you just have negativity? Are you just upset, angry at the world? People talk like that sometimes. That I'm angry at the world. Or they say, I'm angry at everyone. Or I'm angry at my situation. Hmm? Anger, frustration. Hmm? All, this can only happen when a person feels distant from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when they have qurb, which means they don't feel distant, they will be content. They will have yakin. Then they will do all the things 
This is the time when the person will do tawakkul on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, trust him on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, have yaqeen on Allah ta'ala, ruju ilallah, inabat ilallah. But you can't have this if you have both, if you have fasla. Fasla ho jata hai, duri ho jati hai, mughayrat ho jata hai, wakur khatam ho jata hai. Person, uh, they will get distant from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They will get distant from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, if you want to pass this test, in bad times, there's one thing you have to do in good times. And again, it's not zikr and shaykh. <laughs> there's one thing you have to do in good times. And that's called mujahada. Mujahada actually is something very serious, requires a lot of discipline. And I will explain a bit later what the people should do who aren't so serious and don't have so much discipline. That's a secondary path. The primary path in deen, if anybody wants to make this claim, they're seeker of taskiyah, they're student of taskiyah, they're learner of taskiyah, they want to be close to Allah Ta'ala, they want to be practicing Muslim, they want to remove Baud. That, that's a very serious thing. It's, require, it's a very serious mission. It's going to require a lot of discipline, a lot of effort. Ab, this mujahida means that in your a'mal, number one, you should be regular in them, in the daily. You should be regular in them. In the daily. Number two, the mujahida is, is that you do it even when you feel lazy. Number three, the mujahida is that you do it even when you are busy. That's called mujahida. If you do all three things in any amal, you do it regularly, you do it even when you're lazy, and you do it even when you're busy, that's called mujahida. Even if it's going to Fajr Salah for the Masjid in Jama'ah, if a person wakes up, and doesn't go for jama'at, there's only one reason. Forget if they're sick or there's some shali uzr. It's basically they're lazy. It's just one thing. That's it. But that's the mujahidah. That is a bigger, more important mujahidah than doing any number of any zikr, any tasbih. Anyone can tell you. This is the real mujahidah. Real mujahidah. Is to fight the laziness. Second, somebody's busy. Hmm? You're really busy, I don't know, they're working, or somebody's over, or something like that. And because they're busy, will they lose their amal? Not if they're a talib. <laughs> talib just cheez ka talib hai na, to musrufiyat usko apna matloob se nahi sakta. If he's really seeker, you can't, you see a talib of ilm, <laughs> and somebody tries to get him busy, and he's got an exam, he doesn't, there's no way you can occupy him from his goal, you can occupy him and make him busy, so you divert him from his goal. No way. Why? Because he's a talib. And if he's not a good student, not a good talib, yes, then of course you can distract him and divert him in any one of ways. Of the dunya is there. The attractions of the dunya, the comforts of the dunya, the leisure of the dunya, the pleasure of the dunya, the people of the dunya, the friends of the dunya. There's so many things there. And they are going to try to take a person away when they're busy. Now, the problem is, is that this is for the good times. And the problem is in the bad times you won't be lazy <laughs> and you won't be busy. In <laughs> the bad times you're actually needy. <laughs> bad times, none of this, none of this. Bad time is not even regular. You're gonna, you need to do more than you regularly do. In the bad times, it's not doing your daily amount. You need to do more than that in the bad times. In the bad times there's no question of being lazy. You have no, no, you, there's no way to go through a bad time if you let yourself be lazy. And in the bad time, normally you are not busy with anything else other than to try to rescue yourself out from the bad time. So I will just call all of that that a person will be needy. Abba, I want you to understand. Before we, you even think about any mujahida and any of the azkar that are purely nafil, purely optional, the first mujahida is in the fara'id and wajibat. So the first mujahidah is in Salah, is in Salah. Whether it's praying the Salah itself, or praying Salah in Jama'ah, alright? That's your first mujahidah. Whether it's praying Salah regularly, praying Salah even when you're lazy, playing Salah even when you're busy, that's your first mujahidah. And then remembering Allah Ta'ala inside your Salah. So also something we've seen that people they may spend time in ilm, they may spend time in tabliq, in dawah, they may spend time in tasawwuf. Their zikr goes up, their relationship with their shaykh or their ustad or the amir goes up. So the the makhluk side with the shaykh, ustad, amir that goes up. 
the dhikr sahadat goes up, their salah doesn't get better. <laughs> you have to ask them the same, the condition of my salah is same. I'm year one, talib ilm, I'm in year five. But I won't take names because I'm not picking any place, but I'm year one and year five. I almost took a name, that's fine to say because I was just going to take it by way of example. But I'm year one at X Institute. Taken a. Tell them who I can take a name. I'm year one at Esan Institute. Apna Esan, Pakistan wala, nice I'm year one at Esan Institute. I'm in year five. So what's the difference? Oh, from year one to five, I'm so much closer to Ustad. I'm so much closer to Sheikh. I've listened to so many beyonds. I've learned so much about Zikr. Okay, what about your Salah? Well, no Salah. Yeah, same as the year one. <laughs> this is the problem. <laughs> this is skewed understanding of progress. The Salah is exactly the same. Everything. The three things. As irregular or regular. Same thing. If I'm lazy now in year five, it's the same thing. If I'm really lazy, I'm a spider just like I did in year one. Same effective. Lazy, same effective. Busy, same effective. Irregular. Same. But he thinks he's fine because he's in year five and he's gotten more time and this and soba and dawa and time. He thinks he's fifth year. Then graduation to start and Islam is still exactly the same. It continues, by the way. It can continue becoming Ustad, Madarra, Shaykh, Hazrat. It can continue. <laughs> the Salah still stays the same. He's progressing. In all the stages, he's graduated, post-graduated, teacher, junior teacher, senior teacher, Khalifa, and still the Salah is still the same. Why is Salah the same when he was in first year? Hmm? Because he was not tracking. It's not, he just didn't... If he, had, if he had realized that Salah was important, he would have done it. He did it in the ilm. He did do effort in the ilm. He did it. He progressed in ilm. He progressed in all the things. He progressed in the time and the effort. He just somehow thought, that, you know, for, for, for salah, salah, I got to work on these things. So this is a delusion. This is a delusion. This is a deception that people have. So first thing is the faraiz and wajibat. So that's just one example I gave you of salah and jamaat. Second thing, still not going to come yet on zikr. Second thing is to stay away from the muharramah, the sins. That's the second area of mudada. And the reason I'm telling you this is because I know people who are actually regular in some zikr. Could be a tasbih, could be a certain amount of tilawat to Quran a day, could be a certain amount of salawat rushif a day. They're actually very regular in that. And in fact, they will very happily even say sometimes they've been doing it regularly for years. But they still haven't been able to get regularity in staying away from sin. Yani samjhe jo ehtimam aur istikamat jo asal maksood matloob tha, wo aasan nahi hua. Aur jo ek darja sani cheez ke jo wo mil gaye, aur us par fakhr kar rahe hain aur us par apne aap ko matlab saale samjhe hain. Aur usko phir zyada mazbooti se bhi pakadte hain. And this is, you know, some people even reach a stage, Allah Ta'ala protect us. I'm just opening up to you some pitfalls, right? But I'm telling you, they are pitfalls on the path also. That's what we can do, is we can share from you from our own, falling on those traps and seeing others fall on those traps. Some people even become, stay regular in their zikr. Not for the sake of Allah Ta'ala, not for the sake of remembering Allah Ta'ala, but because they're personally attached to being regular in that. It's their identity. They're fond of it now. They like viewing themselves as a person who reads Surah Yasin every day. Up now, now they read it for that reason. They're not reading it for Allah Ta'ala. They're not reading it for out of love. They're not reading it for Sawab. They're reading it because this is who I am. I read it every day. <coughs> How can I be a person who doesn't read it? It's a Sahib Yasin. You know, when he did it initially, for, he was doing it for the right reason. But now it gets flipped, it gets flipped, it gets flipped. Hmm? There's a lot of tests, there's a lot of tests of ikhlas, a lot of tests of ikhlas. It doesn't stop. A person keeps getting tested. So here I was telling you the second thing is to stay away from the muharramat, stay away from the haram. So we'll just look at two things very quickly, the eyes and the tongue the eyes and the tongue right because these are the same things you use in zikr eyes looking at Quran eyes looking at Kaaba okay some people will say eyes looking at Shaykh I try not to tell you that but some people will say okay and tongue is being used right tongue is being used in Talawa tongue is being used in Tasbih tongue is being used in Dua 
So the same two things, let's just start with those two then. The same things that this Sahih, this Sufi is using <coughs> for his zikr and his qurb. So at least those two things he should try to purify his sin. That's mujahid. That, that's much more mujahid. It's much less mujahid to do 100 tasbih a day. I know I'm coming to that part too, the people who can't even do that. I'm coming to that. <laughs> I'm coming to that, the ones who can't do the mujahidahs. But at least you should know, we should know what the asal is. Right? People can do that. This is difficult. I'm telling you, I can do the same thing. There are people who are regular in different amal, different khidmat of deen, different ways of learning, ilm, whatever. But they still cannot stop themselves from being regular. Regular, but they mean daily, but let's say periodic, recurring, repeat sinner. Hmm? Not daily, alhamdulillah, but periodically recurring and repeating into some sin of the eye and some sin of the tongue. And instead of looking at that, they look at this. They look at their, their achievement and accomplishment and attainment and whatever they're doing. Whatever a'mal and basically nawafil that they're doing. So this is a mujahidah, mujahidah, to protect the eyes and the tongue. Hmm? Eyes so everybody understands, to lustfully gaze at not mahram all the way up to outright crude, lewd, very matab, fosh things. And tongue is to save one's tongue from lying, from ghibat, from teasing, from mocking, from hurting. Nabi Yakarim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, zina. It's a very deep hadith, right? I could write a commentary in this hadith. Hmm? I was telling one person that one way I can now explain this hadith is if somebody spent five hours on triple X website looking on the screen, you say, Ya Allah, five hours and he's looking like this, right? Imagine somebody spent five hours reading Ghibat on the screen. But that, mashallah, people can spend hours and hours and hours on these things. Hmm? So we don't protect the eyes, we don't protect the tongue, or we lapse. Everybody, there's many, there's a whole list of sins, both all of you know, anyway, you don't even, if you need, there are many bounds on that. Everybody has their own personal thing that they're stuck in, or personal temptation that they remain attracted to, that they remain tempted to. But that's the mujahidah. Not even touching, I haven't even began any of God yet. Second mujahidah. First mujahidah was the faraiz and wajibat. Second mujahidah is staying away from the muharramat. I'm now listening to the third. Actually, it's the third that I want to talk to you about in terms of Ramadan. The third you're thinking, now will come zikr, right? No. Ye baat ghor se sunyan jimei aaj aapko pehle dhukhan bata Third mujahidah. Fourth will be zikr. Taken a fourth will be nawafat. Third mujahidah is to stay away from love to t- stay away from fuzul to stay away from you know it's technically halal stuff technically jaiz permissible but to stay away from wasting time love fuzul it's from the alamat of the mu'mineen that they spurn they turn away they're averse and literally they do eras Hmm? From love. This is the third majah. This is much more difficult. Because again, I will tell you, there are people who do their amal and azkar and Quran, but they spend hours surfing. Same guy. Same hours he spends, minutes he's doing the zikr. Every day he's doing that regularly. 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 40 minutes. And he spends one to two hours every day. Whether it's cricket, whether it's football, whether it's news, whether it's cars, whether it's. Basically, just by saying, huh? Football and cars. Hmm? Or even, I'll even tell you, another type of even Islamic stuff, but it's not actually their proper need right now. You know what I'm saying? I mean, some of you guys surf random Islamic things. So in one sense, okay, but because maybe it's unstructured, it's just random, wild Islamic surfing. I don't know what this call it. Random, unstructured, wild 
surfing of random different multiple Islamic commentary, essays, websites, blogs, videos, you know, and then you're WhatsApping it all to one another and you're getting WhatsApps from everyone. And, and if, you, if you should add up that time, you should, this is what you should think when you hear in Fazal Imam of that Waliullah who used to hmm, put the Sattu, Nesamdi used to put the barley flour and just stir it so it saves me a few minutes from actually baking the bread. Hmm? So imagine what you would think about just scrolling and reading and fine, you may find a really good clip in there. There will be a great talk by somebody in there. Depends how cluttered your phone is. But if some of you have so much clutter, you can have to spend 50 minutes going through all the clutter to find that one great talk. And the best way to do this is just look at your browser history every day. I'm not even saying it for that sin. I'm just saying just look at the time you spend. You'll be stunned. Actually, you know the dunya, the corporate people who are just the Western, they have made apps to track this in themselves. They're, they're, they're more parishan than we are. No Muslim made this app. No Muslim. It's a non-Muslim. They make apps and add-ons and extensions. They will track and tell you how long you've been on. That's what they mean. Literally. They're shaming themselves. It's like tasawwuf. They're shaming themselves about the love that they did. Every time they lock and close the browser, boom, it will tell them. 37 minutes, 22 seconds. Sharm Kara. Lord, achieve their discipline, their level of seriousness. Hmm? Third mujahidah is to stay away from love. You do one to two hours of love every day and then you think the 30 to 40 minutes of Nawaf Zikr are going to save you? <laughs> this is why it's not happening. Ab now understand Ramadan. This, these three things is what happened in Ramadan. Not the extra uh, um, amount. You do extra amount. Everybody does. But these are the big three things that happen. This is why a person is flying. Don't think a person is flying in Ramadan because, oh, I read, I do extra dhikr, I do more du'a, I read more. This is why a person flies. They pray their salah with more ihtimam. They pray in jamaat with more ihtimam. To do the fries and wajibat with more ihtimam. They have more feelings in the salah. Because of Ramadan, they stay away from sin. They stop looking at things. They control their tongue. They leave the haram more. And number three, in the barakah of Ramadan, they stay away from love. Because they're in a state of fasting. They're in a state of nearness to Allah Ta'ala. So they more averse, less interested in love. It's these three things that happen in Ramadan. These three things are the condition then. Then on top of that, yes, they do extra ibadat, amal, taraweeh, tilawah, dua, azkar. And it makes them fly. But it's really because of these three things, not because of the fourth thing. The asal is these three things. And it's also a harder mujahidah. It's very hard to stay away from love. It's extremely hard. It's extremely hard. Just ask, you know. I've been sitting once in London. People are so addicted to the football. You know, they're taking their phone out. They're watching football. I'm sitting there. They invited me to their home to sit with them. And they're sitting there and they're, 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 they're watching the football match. <laughs> On their phone. <laughs> in front of me. It's not haram, right? I mean, well, unless you get strictly into maybe some of the way they're dressed. I don't know. But I mean, let's just, okay, pretend it's cricket or something. Right? But it's because they're addicted to it. It's their hook to it. It's their fix. Right? And because they can't do number three, they can't do mujahada against the law, they're never fully successful in one and two. Zikadah manage, shaykh, ilm, ustaz, tabliq, they can do all of that with law. They just compartmentalize it, you know. And this concept of binge, they do binge love. And they do the binge thing. <laughs> they'll go to Umar for eight days, they'll spend time with Shaykh for three days, they'll go on Jamaat for three days, and when they come back, they do binge love. They catch up on all the love, kaza thing. Kaza of the love. <laughs> they do extra surfing, extra YouTubing, whatever, whatever. There's so many ways to do it now, because this is one to be a big fitna. In fact, I think the love fitna of internet is even more than the haram fitna. Because if you look at, add it up, for the believer, for the believer who is striving and trying and wanting to come closer to Allah Ta'ala, you know, and also because he is not deluded, if he does something haram on the screen, he knows it's haram. He realizes it, it pinches him. He does love for hours, he doesn't pinch him, he doesn't even realize it, it just, it just happens. The time just escapes. He doesn't even know, and he does it again the next day. He does it again the next day. 
for me it might be reading academic articles everybody has their own love uh, we're no better than this just you may watch soccer I may read random things it's still love unless it's some actual real benefit in my akhra or in the work of dawah and reading that but you get, you get attracted you start reading it it's an interesting thing it fascinates your mind you read it before you know it you spend 20 minutes reading an article on philosophy hmm? love hmm. I mean, I'm telling you it's, you don't understand it's everywhere and it doesn't pinch you because strictly it's not haram Strictly speaking, it's not haram. If you want to know, how, you want to test it, try to leave it. Then you will see what mujahid is. You will understand the meaning of mujahid when you try to leave love. There's almost no more difficult thing to do. <laughs> it's very difficult, very difficult to do. But the person who's serious and who's disciplined, at least this is an effort. So this is really what happens in Ramadan. And just to do the barakah of Ramadan, the barakah of fasting, the barakah of the community, being busy, being hungry, being weak. Sometimes a person is just too weak. But this is the real, real super benefit of Ramadan. Okay. Now. What I want, next thing I want you to understand is until the first three things mujahidah in the faraiz and wajibat number two mujahidah in leaving sin muharramat and number three mujahidah in at least reducing if not eliminating the log until these first three, three things mujahidah are not done you will not be able to get that kurb which kurb adame bodh and that's why people who don't do these three things, they do do some zikr, but they're still stuck a little bit in some of these, all of them maybe. When that difficulty comes in their life, they feel distant from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They feel distant from Allah ta'ala, they lose their talab, they lose their desire, they become lax in their ibadah, they become lax in their amal. They don't have that the way I just described, defined kurb for you tonight. Adam bo'ad. Samjana. I'm not distant from Allah Ta'ala. Nothing can make me feel that Allah is distant from me. That's called good. Nothing can happen in my life which will make me even doubt, even have shock that my Allah is distant from me. Makhluk may be distant from me. Allah cannot be distant from me. That's called good. That happens from the first three. It doesn't actually happen from zikr. Yes, if a person has the first three, then it happens more through zikr. Those were those big old ya, muttaqeen, sadiqeen, salihin, mashayikh. They had the first three. So then they will talk. You can go read these fancy books of the self, of darajat, of kurb, and maqamat, of kurb. That's all there. But that's after the foundational kurb, which is from the first three. Faraz wajibat, leaving maramat, and leaving love. And that's what happens to a person in Ramadan. You will feel it, inshallah. You may remember when it sounds like very, Ramadan doesn't seem like 11 months ago. Ramadan seems like 11 years ago. Right? But if you go deep into your memory banks, you will remember you also were flying maybe in the last 10 days. Hmm? Why? You were getting these maqamat of kurban, all of that from tarawi, from extra zikr. Why? Because you had the first three things. You had the mujahada on the faraiz and wajibat, leaving muharamat and leaving love. Hmm? Then yes, then a person can get that kurb. So the kurb that they talk about in Tasawwuf for us, because you know a lot of those works were written by extremely high level shuk for extremely high level marids who actually they would have been the greatest oliya today if they had been alive. Hundred years ago, kumrid aska wali zamanota, right? But we we don't have the foundations. We don't have the foundations. We don't have the basics. So now, the need then, now let me explain now finally about the Azkar, because obviously, you should, and don't get me wrong now, you should make Zikr of Al-Spantas, so what's the role in all this? What's the role of any extra Talawat, extra Tasbih, right? Extra Duas, extra Zikr Kalbi, Zikr Ism, Jalala, Allah, Allah, with your tongue, with your heart, with both, all the different Azkar that even we have taught you, those who have come to us before in different times, what's the role in all this? Okay, their role, number one, is they give, you should be doing them not because you think they on their own without the first three give you kurb. You will do them to help you, because you were weak, to get the strength to do the first three. Yani, in izafi zikr askar karne se mujhe wo kuwat aur taqat milega taake mein faraiz wajibat par mujahada karo 
معلومات کو چھوڑنے کی مجاہدہ کروں اور میں لوگ ایک دفعہ بس سلام پھیر دوں اس لیے میں یہ اسکار کرنا تو یو ہیو ٹو ایز فیول to give you energy but then you must immediately convert that energy into doing the first three this is a mistake the Sufi does he does the dhikr but he doesn't follow through and follow up and use it then he just sits back he thinks he's accomplished today's work has petrol petrol so for us the purpose of these askar why they are valuable why they are important is the person who is too weak to do those first three mujahida will get some strength taqwiyat that's why our, especially the arqabr when they call it dabat that's what they meant people don't understand oh sickness oh, they just take it as an ilmi discussion on bidat and it's known as dabat that's also there but that's 5% of it their real marifat was to explain that the person who's sick what they meant is that he's weak he's spiritually sick means he's spiritually weak cannot do mujahada and the first three things so he should be taught and trained to do extra zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not because that itself will suffice him but to give him the strength to do these three mujahs but we have to know that and we have to understand that and we have to use the zikr to do that okay so then we review the extra zikr to give us that talab remember the very first two things I said talab and kulb if the talab is weak do some zikr you get more talab but then immediately then convert that into the mujahidah if the qurb is weak you're feeling distant from Allah Ta'ala sit down and do some zikr sit down read Quran you will, you will, you will feel connected to Allah Ta'ala again sit down make dua you will feel connected to Allah Ta'ala again sit down recite la ilaha illallah you will feel connected to Allah Ta'ala again sit down make zikr of ism jalala Allah you will feel connected to Allah Ta'ala again so the purpose of that zikr is to get those first two things back in order to do the asal mujahid in order to do the asal mujahid which I've explained to you now many many times about samaj ke taken this is why ab sheikh to min tazkira bhi nahi kiya baki i told i told the zikr and sheikh that's why these akabir hazrat han ramda ke khulafa they would go for these intense periods sometimes just one two days even sometimes yes 5 10 15 20 days to tan above but then the rest of the year many of them they only saw their sheikh once or twice a year but why? Because they got the instructions and they did the mujahida on these asal things. And they were regular. Number four, they were regular in their thought. Right? And so they were able to benefit tremendously even if they had this limited but yet intensive interaction with their mashayikh. And that's why also in Tana Bhavan, by the way, Hazrat Han in his usul of his hanka, he put absolute, 100% emphasis, no love. Ulama can't talk to each other about ilm and that's not even law but I mean in, in normal context there's stories that Mufti Muhammad Shafi and other ulama are talking about ilm and the Khanka Khadim told them you can't talk about ilm hmm? and there was no ihtimam you have to do so much zikr that Qasta Sabil was almost his last book and even that I also explained to you the way me and you read and that is good for us but the way me and you read you should read Hazrat Tanita's text they weren't as text based you know we go we are so focused on the same because we don't have access to him as a person right but they had him live as a person so but that's that and another point I explained to you maybe some other time the ihtimam there was no love allowed no talking allowed nothing hmm. up there was no fixture you have to do a thousand this thousand that no no that's not no luck that was the real mujahidah that would happen in the khanqas now it's natural also obviously that if a person makes that effort and doesn't do luck you naturally obviously make the zikr of Allah in the masjid to these places they were masajid right that's natural but there was no necessarily fixed regimen or timing or amount of zikr that they had to do but there was one usul should not do any luck so all this then everything I've described up till now requires a very serious approach very serious approach we have limited time but I'm going to explain to you the next approach until a person is committed enough or disciplined enough or serious enough to take this majahad approach there's a second approach which is called mahabba 
Okay, now there's some benefits to this approach, but there are also some pitfalls to this approach. So the benefit to this approach is obviously number one, it's easier. But you have to, you know, you have to learn to mitigate the risks to maximize the benefits. Yani is rasta ke jo kuch barikiyan unko samjhe taaki phir is rasta ke fawaid mil jaye aur aap isme phase nahi. Is par phase nahi. Ab what does it mean mohabbat, right? Mohabbat means jazba. I'm calling it the emotional path. It's not just love. It's an emotion. Ab that emotion can be ignited in one bayan. That emotion can happen in one madras. That emotion can happen just from hearing the adhan. That emotion could happen through going on umrah, hajj, a bigger effort. That emotion can just somehow be activated. Which emotion? Love for Allah Ta'ala, love for Rasulullah, love for deen, that talab, desire to practice deen. But can you something? Okay, some type of emotion. Alright. Now, in this emotion, again you have to use it. It has no value in of itself. It has to be used to do those three mujahidahs. So this is another mistake people make. That, oh, that was such an amazing beyond. I'm... And then you go home and go to sleep. It's going to wear off. Every emotion wears off. Alright? No, the only benefit if Allah Ta'ala blessed you with any emotional boost, the only benefit to that will be if you convert that emotional boost, you convert that energy into a'mal and mujahada. Otherwise, faltuhe, izafiye. And then, if you keep continuing with the feelings, but without converting the feelings into mujahida, the feelings then become a delusion. They then become a deception. They then become a distraction at least. We can even become a delusion and a deception. Alright? Now the way to do this is to use it instantly. Because the feeling will fade. Every people come from Hajj, feeling phase. What else do you want? Ramadan we spent, the feeling fades. If it's true about Hajj and Ramadan, Arkan of Deen. So what are you going to say about Sohba or Bayan or Majlis or Dawa or Tablik or anything? The feeling will fade. The high, the passion, it's going to fade. So you have to convert it into Mujahid before it fades. Because when it fades, it's gone. <laughs> you can't convert it into Mujahid anymore. Right? Next point is that you should know and you should accept this that it will fade you don't get parashan about this just say I'm weak this is who I am accept the zof accept embrace the weakness and then you'll do more strength training the person who thinks they're fat they go on a diet <laughs> the person who denies that they're, they don't diet the person who accepts they're weak he will do exercise hmm? accept that I'm weak and therefore I must critically instantly convert the feeling into mujahid because I'm weak and because I, I know the feeling will go away next point you must get multiple sources for this feeling it cannot be only tasawwuf cannot be only ilm cannot be only your favorite youtube channel actually within that cannot be only one sheikh or one author or one book you need to get multiple and diverse sources for the feeling because any one of them can fade at any time alright any one of them could also fade at any time at the next point even when you're not weak because sometimes alhamdulillah you will be strong even when you're strong and you are doing the mujahidah this is also a mistake people make they think that you do the muhabbat pass first and then the mujahidah one no, these things aren't separate they're intertwined even when you are strong you are doing mujahidah you are alhamdulillah fighting the law you're staying away from haram you're very, very good about the faraz and wajibat even then you need muhabbah you never bury from this this is also delusion that I reach some maqam of mujahada that I no longer need the ishq this is also no, you need the muhabbat even when you're strong otherwise without the love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you're successful in mujahada you will end up on so much ujub I can't tell if you are successful in the mujahada, you will view yourself as superior and you will view others as inferior. These are two, that's another bayan. To view yourself as superior is one sin and to view others as inferior, that's a different sin. They're different diseases of wujah. 
So don't think that no, I'm the you Even when you're strong, you will need the mahabba. You will need the feelings. Yes, maybe there will be more hikmah, more wisdom, more rasuk, as we say, more depth in those feelings. Then, even if you get both, give me another test. None of us are blessed enough even to go through that test. But if a person has both mujahada and mahabba, even then there will be a test. Just put it this way that the, Because that's something that none of us will attain Maybe Allah Wallam. But the testing never ends The testing never ends Alright So now in light of this Let me finally explain to you Very quickly, briefly, one by one I had a longer Urdu bian on this For those of you who know You can listen to that I will explain to you the Askar in this way So let's take number one Tilawati Quran Okay, how much you should read? Yes, it is all the many, almost all mashaykh will give you some amount to read, a greater amount to read, more if you have more time, more ability. Okay, that's there. Then there's another thing you should do. That before you finish your tilawat, whatever amount it was that you did that day, there's another thing you have to say. It's not just the miqdar. Aap jobi miqdar mutayin hai ya jobi aap ko usin min nasib tha maybe koi mutayin ne kiya but jitna bhi pad sakta hai us padunga aap jab apna wo miqdar jitna bhi pad chuke hain ek aur cheez bhi karna hai you must get a feeling from that tilawat it cannot be that you just recited and you didn't feel anything for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and then you end the recitation if that happens go back go back find some ayah find some word find something if that doesn't happen hold the crown make dua to Allah ta'ala you must get the feeling of zikr you must get the feeling of ta'luk ma'allah kurb with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala before you finish that salawat same thing let's say salawat the retreat of whatever amount you said you did you achieved you did but you have to get the feeling of love for Rasulullah even just once you have to get the feeling that I want to become sunnah or you have to get the feeling that I am not a good ummati and I have to change myself you must get that feeling because sometimes what happens is tadad puri ho jayenge and you think you're done you're not done <laughs> because tadad pura karna maksad nahi tha is amal ke zariya se ek feeling aapke andar aana tha wo maksad tha waap se rahe you completed your amount of salawat but you didn't get the feeling for Rasulullah even just once you have to get it once just once and like I told you that maybe I should explain again the backup is if you don't get it once you make dua for it the feeling that's it and then you can do the next amount but is it that you just understand and this is why some of the you know these great ulama even they opened up the feelings of other askar that's why they talk about subhanallah there's no time for that but la ilaha illallah there are feelings in there there's an ajeeb feeling when a person does zikr of la ilaha which is the feeling of tawheed and there are many you know, there are many rang andas there are many elements and aspects to this feeling of tawheed at least some reflection on tawheed there should be something there otherwise it will just become a routinized ritualized vocalized zikr take it so you're getting an understanding zikr sanjalala Allah Abba when you make zikr of Allah's name that you may do it X hundred times Thousand times With your tongue With your heart Whatever However Different ways to do it We've already talked to you About that many times But then before, When you're done With the whatever amount But then you must also get A zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala One is to remember his name The second is to remember him To being named by that name That was the maqsad So you must bring it home So to speak as we say You must reach the goal the du'as, so once we told you people, or I don't know, there have been different gatherings, we've said this, that you should have some practice of doing du'as. So a very good way to do munajat al A good way to start with that is to read it once cover to cover, and circle the du'as that at first reading hit you the most. Because that means those are du'as you need. Those are the ones that are expressing your feelings, or expressing your wish, feelings that you wish you had. And you should try to make them regularly. Iskiliyad your head, and when you read the du'as in Arabic, then once you should make Make dua in your own language. Maybe about the same thing. For example, you pray Sayyidul Istighfar, a dua from the Sunnah, right? But then after that, you should also ask Allah to forgive you in your own words, in your own language for anything you may have done, right? So this is just an example now. From this, you can understand any and all of the extra azkar. Every one of them has to be used to get that feeling 
of mahabba and talab and qurb and when you use those athkar to get the feeling of mahabba, talab and qurb then you will be able to use those feelings of mahabba, talab and qurb for the mujahada and this is also that something that automatically happens in Ramadan because in Ramadan the believer because they're fasting so they have a ta'luk, a feeling, a connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They're always in a state of talab. It's the barakah of the fast. They're always in a state of qurb. It's the barakah of the fast. The fact itself is an act of love. They're always in a state of mahabba. And that's why Hamza and Ramadan a person can almost always make mujahid. Hmm? Almost always. Up now we should just try to practice these things as much as we can in Shaban so that these features don't become part of just our Ramadan life. But they actually become part of who we are as believers. And that's what tazkiyah is. To bring the good sifat of deen, sifat mu'minana, into us. To become muttasif bis sifat iman. Uh, you need to, be, to have the true feelings of iman deeply embedded, to be imbued with them. And it's through that that all the other things become nafi, become negated, and become distant. So this was my nasiha too for tonight. We make do Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq to do amal Allah Ta'ala give all of you tawfiq to do amal And that if we can spend Shaban and Ramadan And just reflecting on this And maybe recalibrating our niyat That the real thing is to make that And that mujahidah will last your whole life It's never going to end You will never graduate It will never stop In some ways it will never become easy <laughs> It will just keep continuing But that's okay We're abd this is what it means to be abd of Allah Ta'ala Manna khuda A ghulam A slave And servant of Allah Ta'ala This is what we will do We will be And act and function As a slave For the rest of our life May Allah Ta'ala accept this need from us May Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq May Allah Ta'ala give us himma And strength from his own karam And fazl Wa akhir da'wana And alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen Subhanallah Mirana wa hamallah Masani ala sayyidina Muhammad Wa ala azi sayyidina Muhammad Wa barik wa sallam Rabbana zanamna أنفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لكننا من الخاسرين ربي اغفر وارحم وأنت خير الراحمين يا ربي كريم accept the talab with which anyone and everyone came and attended and listened and heard يا ربي كريم make it a means for us being from the talaba of deen talaba of Quran the talaba of sunnah the talaba of ibadah يا ربي كريم give us himmat from your karam and fazl to do more mujahid on the faraj and wajibat to make more mujahid on leaving the sins of muharramah May Rabb take us out from love Make us feel the sting of love Make us averse to love Make us distant from love And Ya Rabb in every sense grant us your qurb Ya Rabbi Kareem You blessed us by saying in Quran Fa'inni Kareem Ya Rabbi Kareem we want to be near to you Feel near to you Never be distant from you Never feel absent from you Ya Rabbi Kareem this is our greatest hope and dream Ya Rabb Grant us this deep meaning of qurb True meaning of qurb And Ya in every difficult time And every testing situation let us never lose our talab for you let us never lose our qurb with you let us always have yakin and tawakkal upon you Ya Allah put barakah in our remaining rajab in the month of Shaban and put lots of barakah in the coming Ramadan make it a life changing Ramadan for us make it a heart changing Ramadan for us we make dua for the whole Ummah Ya the Muslimin of the Ummah the Mutasirin of the Ummah send you hidayah and rahmah the Ummah Ya Allah Ya وصلى الله تعالى على حبيبي سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين